Hey, everybody, this is Backstage Chargers, presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers on the Chargers Podcast Network. I was born in 51, so I came to Salina in 56. My daddy worked on the farm, we pulled cotton. I started pulling when I was six years old. And I remember when we used to go to the field and my daddy would tell me, uh, I need you to get 400 pounds today. And he said, if he say 400 pounds, I would try to get 500. I always try to get over what he would say. We used to walk from, oh my God, way out from the country, all the way into town, just to come to church and uh, go to school. Because, you know, we weren't integrated then. We didn't integrate to 65. And um, it, was, uh, it was a challenge. It really was a challenge. It taught us how to respect life. <laughs> oh, well, our famous football field. It's not one specific play that, uh, you know, it's all of them. Because he was a running back. He, they run him all the time. I used to say, put somebody else in the game. Stop running my son so much. But they run him every, every play, they run him, run him. He loved it. Mama, don't tell the coach that, I want to run. He would run, 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 break tackles. I can just see him just breaking tackles. He wasn't a guy that was, like I say, real fast. But if you try to hit him, especially up high, he run high like Eric Dixon. That's what he used to run like. And he was, his thighs were so strong, he just, I mean, he was just awesome. He was, to me, he was just amazing to see. I don't care how cold, how hot, how it rained, what I would be right here watching. It was just awesome. This is Anthony when he was in the fourth grade. He was a pitcher. <laughs> and he could pitch good, too. This is him in high school. He was a sophomore in high school. I used to call him JJ, because look at his arms. He don't have no muscles. He just linking. So I thought, this kid ain't never going to get any muscles. But finally, his sophomore year, he started feeling that. And this is his sophomore pitcher. And this is him. Freshman again with his team. He was he was a good athlete. He was had good sportsmanship, real competitive, and did not want to lose. This kid would do anything. He did not want to be a loser, but he wasn't a so loser. And I would always tell him, Andy, as long as you do what you can do or do your 110%, you know, you're gonna be okay. And I mean he would do it. Nothing less. He didn't give you nothing less. And this is his high school. Now this is when he filled out, number 34. He looks like a football player now. And he started being real competitive by being with my, my father, because my father, he likes to win too. But he grew up loving sports. They runs in our family, we all love sports. And um, from that point on, he just, he didn't stop at baseball, track, he wanted to do it all. And he wasn't real fast, but I, I remember one year when he was in track, oh, I'll never forget that year they went to state. They were behind, they had this relay, um, sprint relay. And I mean, they were behind too, and I thought, oh, he can't do it, he's not gonna do it. Boy, that young man, I tell you, he was third leg. He came up, he passed everybody. He put us up in first place, and this guy, Rodney Simmons, that's his cousin too. And he brought it on home, and they went to state that year. I never forget that. But he was always a, a person that never gave up. I mean, sometimes I would just look at him and thought, 
Well, you, you know, you're just killing yourself, but you won't give up. When I, when Anthony was born, no, I never imagined Anthony as being, you know, this productive, you know, moving up so fast. And when he called me before, he let me know that he was going for the second time with the charges. I said, oh, good, that's good. And then I was at church and he called me and he said, mom, and he sounded like, and I said, what is it, son? He said, it's over with. And I said, what? He said, I'm a Charger head coach. I, you know me. I holler like everything. Everybody go. I said, he made it. He's the head coach of the Chargers. And everybody was so happy for my church. Although they were Cowboy fans, but they were happy for him. And everybody went to cheering on, you know, because that was a blessing. Because 16 years, 16 years, and he finally became a head coach. His dream. So it just thrills my heart. I sit at home and watch him on TV, and I go, that's my baby right there. That's my big baby. <laughs> motivating about what happened in that game, but uh, you definitely learn. Running it, Michelle, untouched so far, dives for the pylon, touchdown, New England. Burkett slices through for another touchdown. Going to the end zone, off of his door set for the touchdown. I tell you guys all the time, you know, yeah, yeah, you lose, but you also learn. And if you learn from your failures, then, then you're going to be successful. This will make it official. Patriots defeat the Chargers. That magical season for the Bolts has ended. We got a bus kick today, but uh, this we can learn a lot from this this year, this season, from one another. And uh, it's not a comfortable moment for us, for sure. But I think in these times, we can we can learn a lot about ourselves. We will learn from this. We're a better organization. We make sure that we take something from this. We grow. We develop. I'm excited to be the head coach of this football team. I appreciate every single one of you. And believe me, we will be back. I feel like over the all season, the guys worked hard, extremely hard. And uh, the participation was like almost 99%. So that was encouraging. Uh, uh, I, I fully expect this, this, this team to show up and work just like we did last year to try to get back to where we were at last year, back to the tournament. But uh, I know no one was satisfied with how we ended the season. And uh, I feel like if you're going to lose in the playoffs, you know, uh, it's better probably to use the champions and get your butt kicked, you know? That way you go into all season with no complacency. But, you know, we, you never want to get your butt kicked. And we, we feel like we're, we're a better team than that. And now we got to prove it. The sun is rising on the 2019 Los Angeles Chargers, a team motivated by a goal unfulfilled. Through the crucible of training camp in August, the Chargers hope to forge a contender in February. Go time, let's go. Let's go, Jack Boy season. Yes, sir. What's up? 
How we doing? Go time, go time, let's go. Season's here. Leaving New England last year was kind of like, it was kind of bad, man. I, you know, we was ready to go back to work. I know I was, especially. Um, so just coming into this year, getting another opportunity and, you know, getting better as a team. Last year we were so close, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. If we had beaten the Patriots, I think we would have gotten the two ball and won the whole thing. Um, so I think that just motivates me to play harder, to be uh, to be on point in everything I do. I'm excited. I watched uh, any given Sunday on the flight over here. Got a little fired up. So football's here. It's back. We're ready to go. I mean, I'm also hyped. It's a different <laughs> grind though for us. Like I'm just more focused on, you know, like how can I take care of my body? How can I really focus on like getting better each day? and like feeling good every day because it's a grind he's going to be sitting back drinking gatorade oh make make, don't, yeah well don't make it sound like that i gotta work hard i go 110 percent every play you see all those playoff games you see all those guys going to the super bowl you watch the super bowl with your friends and you just sitting there salty like you were so close you were so close and you let it slip so if you were if you're a competitor if you're a warrior then you get right back to it I was doing an interview yesterday, and, and the guy asked me if I was comfortable in my third year as a head coach. And uh, like comfortable, uh, I didn't know how to answer that question. Hell, I'm never comfortable. I hate comfortable. Confident. I'm okay with confident, but comfortable? I've never been at my best when I was comfortable. You know, Gus and I was talking a couple years ago and Gus said something to me that made a lot of sense. He said, uncomfortable plus great spirit equals great growth. I believe that. When I, when I look at you guys in this room, I'm talking from back to front, from front to back. Hell, all I see is hope. We got a chance right now to do something special. Win our division, get in the tournament, and, 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 and be great. We have a chance to do that, but that's going to take a lot of work, man. A lot of work. I'm convinced our biggest opponent, our biggest distraction, is the Chargers. It's the Chargers. We got to come in every single day being the best that we can be. We have to improve. We got to go through this training camp and come out of this training camp a better person individually and a better team collectively. We take care of our business right now. We're going to change everybody's life in here. When you win that championship, your life changed. You got passions and visions of helping others and being a blessing to others, their life changed because your impact becomes bigger and greater. Serve and, and and my mother, you know, she's she give you the shirt off her back, you know, if you wanted it. But uh, uh, I thought it was deserving. You know, we needed a school here in Tanzania, and uh, and you know we have a K through three right now, but uh, we fell a little short of our goal on opening day, K through seven. But we have a lot of work to do, and uh, I'm fired up about it. And I just think, you know, we're we're here to be a blessing to others. And anytime you can do that, then I think that's that's a great purpose. Money, 
He's always wanted to start a foundation to just have a legitimate platform for giving back and helping people. So the Lynn Family Foundation is all about giving back and helping people in whatever way possible. Coach, you going back to school here? Back to school. It's an honor, honestly, to be a part of this family. Um, my dad and my stepmom, they are very passionate about giving back, and so for them to bring us, me and my brother, in to give back with them has been fantastic. I have four or five weeks off before I go back, and when, when I go back, it's all football. And most people don't understand the intensity of the National Football League, but uh, it's going to be all football. And so with this break, I chose to come here, and, and this is something that uh, I love to do. It's part of my passion to give back and, and try to have an impact, and especially with young people. I just, I just believe the, the positivity that I, I feel here, the energy that I feel here, I have no doubt in my mind this school is going to be a success. And, and I just believe people here are just, uh, just strong-minded people. I guess her parents raised her that way, my grandparents. You know, they, they were always giving, and uh, they always set a good example of helping the community, the neighbor. And, you know, that rubbed off of my mom, and my mom, that's what, that's where she raised uh, me and my sister. And so uh, uh, that's always been a part of my fabric, and just giving back and helping and just trying to be a blessing to others. You know, I try to treat people the way I want to be treated. So uh, uh, it's just just doing it on a different platform now. Leadership comes naturally to Anthony Lynn, whose experiences abroad provide perspective for the challenges that lie ahead. I have a room of 90 guys, and you know, unfortunately, 27 of them won't be here because we're going to go 53 roster, 10 practice squad. And so, you know, I want the guys to know that everyone has a chance to make this team. The competition here, do not count yourself out, but just give them the criteria for for how we evaluate and and, uh, and how they're going to make the team. But also for the guys that's been here for the last couple of years, uh, you know, they need to understand our biggest challenge is not the Oakland Raiders, the Denver Broncos, Kansas City Chiefs, it's the LA Chargers. You know, we, we have to get out of our, our own self's way and go back, start over, and understand that, oh, 12 wins last year, we tied for most wins in the league, but that doesn't mean nothing this year. Yeah. You let the A's fool you now. My time to shine. My warm up. Okay, here we go, man. Jump strong. Go. Team it up, team it up. Let's go. Third down, make a play, make a play. 380. Good. Yes, Bill. Oh, hey. That's it. Rolling now, we're rolling, we're rolling. Good. What's that, Jay? I'm a catcher. Hanging out with the big boys today. Jump strong, baby. The Chargers roster is stocked with playmakers, seven of which received Pro Bowl honors in 2019. The headline at camp is the one that is missing. Melvin Gordon, we do not expect to be there. He wants his due contract. Not report with teammates today. He's going to continue to work out in Florida. Melvin's not here. You know, we don't like to talk about players that are not here. You know, we understand uh, his situation. We love Melvin. We're a good football team with Melvin, but uh, he's not here, Eric. So you're just trying to make sure that's not a distraction. I think that's what you're Absolutely, and I don't think it will be a distraction, you know? You know, what, how much he means this organization as a person and as a player. I mean, that's, that's not hard to see. Um, you know, for us, the challenge is trying to find that balance between what a player would like to earn and then, you know, on the team side, just trying to figure out how that balances with 52 other teammates. He's got a head of steam. Breaking the initial tackle. Gordon lunges end zone. Touchdown.
the biggest goal for us this year is to keep progressing. For me, uh, like, depending on what my role is, it, does, it doesn't matter, you know. With the whole Melvin situation, I'm not sure what's going to be happening. We might be a man down for a while, we might get a deal, he might be here and might be back to my usual role. And so, whatever my role is, I'm just going to try to improve on that. The absence of one of the NFL's most relentless runners provides both a challenge and an opportunity for the next man up. Shakes, bakes, pushes his way toward the end zone, touchdown! We wish he was here, shoot, he'd help our team, you know, Pro Bowl running back, you know. If he's here, that we still have to move forward. If he's not here, we still have to move forward. Big hole here for Justin Jackson to the end zone. Whole running back room, we're a very tight-knit group. You know, obviously, he's got to do what he's got to do. You know, we're holding it down until he gets back. You know, we're out here in training camp. We're all trying to get better. Um, you can't really focus on all that other stuff that's happening off the field. What's happening between these lines is what's important right now. The running backs have bounce, and they will need it. Across the bowl, they now have the added challenge of facing one of the league's bona fides at the linebacker position. You beat me? You caught the ball? Okay then, you didn't win then. That's right. Next down. All right, more moves to tell you about at this hour. Linebacker Thomas Davis is going to the Chargers. He's been an All-Pro or a Pro Bowler in four of the last five years. How you doing? Thompson, let's go. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, man. Hey, excited to be here. How you doing? John Spanos. Nice to meet you. Welcome, man. When you have a chance to come to a team like this, you don't you don't turn that down. We got a good group on defense, so. Trust me, I know I know all about the roster. How y'all doing? Doing good, doing good. Never imagined that I would be um, getting ready to put on another uniform, um, but I'm definitely excited to be here. You know, I feel like this is a Super Bowl caliber team, and I just want to add to that. You ready for me to look up? Yeah, look up at me and smile. There you go, buddy. This is amazing. Of course, I was not thinking West Coast when different teams were calling. I was like, yeah, kind of put West Coast behind me, and it was like, bam. Thomas was like, yes, Chargers, let's do it. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. I'm like, okay, wait, great weather, great people. We know some people here, let's do it. So I'm excited. Hey, what's going on, man? Huh? How you doing? Outstanding, man. Hey, I'm excited to be here. Huh? You know that, right? We're happy to have you here. We're reunited, man. All right, bud. <laughs> this guy's a true professional the way he handles himself. And when you watch him practice on the field, you know, a guy that's been in the league for as long as he has 15 years, he doesn't take a playoff, he doesn't take a down off. And what he's doing that for is not only to condition himself, but also to, to show the standard of how you're supposed to practice for the, for the younger players. Linebackers coach Richard Smith shares the same standard as his newest linebacker. In an NFL career that has spanned over three decades, Smith has been a steward to some of the league's best defenses. His experience coaching the Carolina Panthers in 2009 led to a reunion on the West Coast a decade later. When you know Tom asked me to evaluate him, I looked at him and I said, oh my God, he can still run. This is unbelievable. One of his, his points of why he came here to the Chargers, that was the first thing that he stated, that I thought we had a, a team that was uh, filled with some really good players. We had an opportunity to not only you know, to try to own our division, then also go to the next level and win a championship. Thomas Davis and the Chargers hope to be a happy marriage. Back in Carolina, football takes a back seat to the rock that holds the Davis family together. When's the last time you looked through this thing? I don't know. Look at me, ain't I pretty? <laughs> 
Aw, babe, you look so young. That's why you can't go on no, on your wedding day to no barber you ain't never been to. Who'd you you go to? Some, you went to somebody new? That dude over there by Pep Shop. He just made you bald. Well, it's like just messed up my whole everything. Why'd you go to somebody new? Just trying I to thought get it was fine. Haircut. I didn't know anything was wrong with it. Uh, what I had them shades on for. Yo, child, he got these shades. You should see these shades. <laughs> I guarantee you I can find a picture of you with them same shades on. No. Yeah, right. No. I had something similar. They weren't like that. What you that. mean something similar? You always wore my shades. But not those. Them, so, them ugly. You want to bet? Bet me. I, I 20 push-ups. I can bet you. No, I, can, I didn't wear them. I can Christian bet you. Dior rainbow-looking blade shades. I can bet you $20. <laughs> you look like Wesley Snipes on blade. I bet you 20 You married me. I did. You fine. So, yeah. But them glasses. Oh, wow. And now Sky looking like that going to prom. <laughs> Oh, yeah, perfect timing. Look who's in here getting glammed up. I know. <laughs> I found out I was pregnant my first week of college, thinking like, okay, life is over. What am I going to do with a kid? And Sky was the best thing that happened to me. She helped me mature so quick. I went through college with her. She went to labs with me. She went to classes with me. She's probably so mature herself from hanging out with me and my college friends and Thomas. And She's just a baby adult, and I to look at her now that she's really turned into an adult. She's about to go to college. Like it's it's a lot because a lot of people thought like you done, you ain't gonna graduate, and oh my gosh. and now she's about to so go to college. So it makes me feel good. And, uh, we did it, girl. <laughs> and three more kids later. Like. <laughs> You knew she was gonna laugh. Was gonna laugh. You always be making a laugh. That's a good one. What did you put on there? Mama, I'll wipe it off. You can't see it's blue. See, it's gone. <laughs> Just don't put it on the shirt. Stop rubbing it again. Well, you rub it. One, two, three. All right, serious, serious. One, two, three. Yes, girl. One, two, three, walking this way. Just smiling, laughter, laughter. That's good. Okay, to the car, Scott, and we're going to Melissa's house. Don't slide. Don't slide. Uh, no. Them sparkles, girl, they're going to scratch my paint. We good, love. My family is the, the only reason that I really think that, that I'm, I'm still able to continue to do the things that I do. You know, that, that for me, means the world to me to be able to, to just lead by example for my kids and, and even for my wife. On behalf of Walter's children, Brittany and Jarrett, it is my honor to introduce the winner of the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award, Thomas Davis. That's, that's one of my proudest moments as an NFL player, you know, to go out and, you know, deliver a heartfelt speech. It was off the dome, you know, I just remember. coming straight from the heart. Next, I'd like to thank my beautiful wife, Miss Kelly Davis. There's a lot that I've had to deal with. And she's been there for me. Uh, through everything that I've gone through, injuries, everything. So often in my career, I've been the guy that just came up just short. But receiving this award tonight signifies and 
capitalize everything that I've been able to accomplish, all that I had to go through. To the guys in this league, man, I just want to say to you, let's take charge. Dare to be different. Let's show these kids how much we care about them. Let's change this world. Thank you. It, at this point, it's not about money. It's not about um, receiving accolades. None of that stuff for me. At this point, it's about trying to win the Super Bowl. You look at the 2015 team that we had in Carolina, and you know we got close, played in the Super Bowl, came up short. You, you don't want to be one of those guys that played the game as long as I, I played the game that never won a ring. You know, and I feel like I'm in the best position right now to actually be a part of a team that can do that, but it's all about coming together as a group. Yeah, I'll forever keep this on the shelf until we get the real one. It's the NFC Championship ring. You don't understand that it would be no better feeling for me to win a Super Bowl ring and come back home to Carolina with it on. I'll probably wear it for an entire year, just walking around my ring on both on and off the field. Thomas Davis provides a roadmap for a successful NFL career. I'm here today. The old man gone. The old man gone. <laughs> He asked me was I older than Phil, man. That's disrespectful. At 36 years young, the man who has seen it all can provide great insight to the upstarts who haven't. Yo, how that boy Luke Kiki? He fast as For real? Think he faster than you? He might be. Straight line speed, he might be. What about athleticism now? He has Remember, remember when I had came to meet y'all last year? Yeah. I was like, I remember I was telling um, my brother, like, yo, I'd love to go to Carolina and learn behind TD and Luke, bro. I met TD when I was going through the draft process. I had went to go visit the Panthers, and I actually met him, and he was a cool guy there. So just to have him, you know, come to the Chargers, he's a 15-year guy, and he played safety in college just like I did. And I was talking to him yesterday about, like, when did he feel like he really took that next step into his game, like when he really became that guy. And he said like his first uh, few years playing linebacker, it was a struggle for him just because he wasn't uh, used to playing that close to the ball. And I feel like last year when I first got thrown out of there at linebacker, I feel like I was struggling with just picking up on certain things that somebody who's been playing linebacker their whole life would, you know? It's different because you're closer to the ball. What I could have did better right there? Use your power to your advantage, and you're quick with your hands. Yeah. Hey, let's be physical, baby. Badass LBs on three. One, two, three. Badass LBs. For like, that's just gonna push me even more. You know, seeing all these great players on the field, uh, what you you're gonna strive to be great, just like them, and it's just a great environment to be in. The Chargers are betting on Kaiser White's versatility, just like his mentor Thomas Davis. Kaiser hopes to make the successful transition from college safety to professional linebacker. Intercepted, Kaiser White. What's good about the kid is that, first of all, he's, he's an athlete. He played safety in college. 
okay? And so what's happening is it was a great thing where Tom was able to find him in the draft and get him and project him to become a linebacker. Here he was a year ago in the passing game, and, and I can see they've got a, you know, a tight formation, but you watch him here, and we call this the weak hook situation where he's got to take those over routes. And not only does he take it, but he has the ball skills playing safety to be able to do what against Buffalo, be able to make that pick. Intercepted. Kaiser White at the 25-yard line. What an interception by Kaiser White. Unfortunately, Kaiser White's first career interception was his last in 2018. With uh, Kaiser, did, uh, is that just lingering longer than you guys thought, or did something happen with him? No, the plan kind of changed with Kaiser. You know, looking at his situation long term, we think it's best that he, you know, set out, get that knee right, and just take all the time that he need. And so that's why we put him down on our. A knee injury against the Bills ended what was a promising rookie campaign. As the Chargers head to Arizona for their preseason opener, White hopes to pick up where he left off. Man, I've been waiting uh, for this moment since uh, I got hurt last year, you know. It's been a long time coming, and I feel healthy right now, so I'm just ready to get out there and get after. Back with you here in Glendale, just seconds away from the opening kick preseason opener for both the Los Angeles Chargers and the Arizona Cardinals. Hey, close, close left, close left. Hey, 32. I was in between two linemen, so I like, I kind of, I tried to split them to make a play. Close left, close left. Let's go, let's go, dude. Hey, Gus, on that screen, I had to fit up. You think I should have just came underneath? I split them, I split them. Hey, what, what they say on Friday? You win some, you lose some. You live to fight another day. Yeah, yeah. How you found out there? Good. You look good. My feet wet. You look real good. Just get my feet wet. Did it look like I was slipping there? Nah, hell no. You read the hell out that uh From Spoon Rap to the league, how real is that? Crazy. <laughs> Bill, boy. Six, five, four, three, two. Thunderstorms are strong today. This one has a lot of heavy rain with it. Also some lightning strikes right at the 247 and 99 at Fillmore. Now, Duran James, come on in here, my man. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, I man? I love it. Did you bring all this humidity from Tallahassee? I mean, it's feeling like Florida today with it being 90 degrees. <laughs> it is, on Thursday, it's looking like it's going to be 87. And then on back on Friday, we'll have a 97 degrees. It'll be sunny and hot for the rest, rest of the weekend. Man, this guy not only can intercept. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to talk about them beaches, though. Talk about the beaches. We got to talk there about the are. beaches. Right, oh, they go to the beaches. <laughs> on Wednesday, we got 10% showers. Uh, on, and then coming up on Thursday, it'll be a nice warm day. Get back out there and surf, have fun. And then, um, my DJ, you are rocking this, man. How about the mountains? <laughs> okay, the mountains, it's storming really bad. I mean, it's going to be storming all weekend. I mean, it's storming today, tomorrow, and Friday. So, so you might, might want to stay away from the mountains. We just rock the news. The weather, y'all stay tuned because the weather is going to be crazy. We're in the studio right now. We're wrapping it up for the day. I appreciate y'all tuning in. 
Can't wait to see y'all doing training camp. Make sure y'all out there, man. We signing off. Boat up, baby. The forecast calls for sunshine in Southern California. For one of the Chargers' brightest young stars, life on the Golden Coast requires the right shades to match. How you doing? Daryl, nice to meet you. Welcome to Oakley, baby. Oh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. I'm so pumped to have you on board. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Seriously, I had goose flesh last night. Today, this company is going to erupt when they see you. <laughs> uh, How was the shoot yesterday? It was good. We had a great shoot. It was amazing. Oh, my God, you're a natural. The visuals that I saw coming with, uh, the product looks really good uh, on oh, you. Oh, yeah, know? it's going to be amazing, yeah. Yeah. The prism tint. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are these fire? You wear red with the targeting? <laughs> I'm telling you, I do it, bro. That's a clear one with a green hue over top of it. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. That's fine, bro. What's up, baby? What's up, baby? Hey, right? Yes, sir. I tell me, How everybody doing? So, you got a chance to meet some folks, take the tour, try the product on. So far, what are you most excited about working with Oakley? Man, I'm excited just to have the people around here. Everybody's genuine. The love is real. And um, I'm just excited, you know, to help take this company to the next level. And I feel like um, you guys picked a great guy, represent the company, and I'm, I'm ready to roll, baby. If you could pick one thing that opposing players would say about you, what would you want that to be? On the field or off the field? Where do you want me to start? On the field, Derwin James wasted no time making an impact his rookie year. We're simulating game action. We'll do some pre-snap stuff, like you're making your reads, calling out. Ready, and action. The zone picked off. Derwin James does it again. Hey, we're going Lou, we're going Lou. Hey, alert the motion, alert the motion. Trying to escape, contain, and losing yardage. Derwin James there to stuff it out. Five, 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 go. Derwin James is everywhere. If you go back and watch him from Florida State, that's all the things he did, blitz, cover, sacks, interception, things like that. And that, that's what we drafted him for, to come in here and do those things. And for a rookie to come in and be able to start day one, that's saying a lot, because you know, we didn't just give him the spot. He earned it, so. Got it. Set the wrap. That is a wrap on Derwin. Thank you so much. Thank you. In his debut season, James proved he has the swagger and play to be a face of the franchise moving forward. Unfortunately, fans eager for his encore performance will have to wait. Breaking news coming out of Chargers camp right now at this point. This is what we know. First team pro safety Derwin James has been diagnosed with a stress fracture. He'll continue to be evaluated and the course of treatment is still to be determined. With his production, with his intangibles, I mean, we're going to miss him a lot, but I mean, we're a team. I think we have a good team, so we have guys that will step up. Yeah, it's, it's tough anytime a guy goes down, but just how Isaac stepped up and filled the spot last year, we'll have another guy step up. You know, it, it's a next man up mentality. I think you got to take that on. So, um, but we're praying for him, hoping the best for him, and just to bounce back as fast as can. I tell myself every year there's going to be three or four things that's going to happen that you don't expect that you have to overcome, and it's happened. Can you talk about Derwin James, the surgery, where he's at right now, and when you hope to have him back on the field, what the prognosis is? 
Um, I mean, I don't really have anything new with that. I mean, he will go on injured reserve uh, today. So that will give us a chance uh, to have a window to bring him back later in the season. Um, but as far as when that is right now, I, I don't have a really good feel for that yet. But it's, it's going to be you know, pretty far down the line. Derwin's case, when I first saw it, wasn't real happy. But my second thought was, how is he going to handle this? Because he's, he's so bought into what, what we want to do here and what he wants to do with his career. And, and he wants to win here. And he's a, he's a team leader for us, even though he's only been here for two years. He's still such a young player. When one of your teammates goes down, we'll all pick up the slack. You know, there wasn't a whole lot of heads down, like, now what are we going to do? We can't do this. I mean, it was like, we'll hold it down to your back. On the final weekend before week one, roster cuts have been made. With a grueling regular season on the horizon, the 53 men chosen will have to unite as one with a goal of overcoming the trials and tribulations inherent in professional football. I feel really good about, good about the guys downstairs. And it's not just uh, the feeling, like I've seen it. I saw it last year, I saw it the year before, like the core of our players, how they handle things. Because it's a long year, not everything goes the way you want it to go. And it's how you handle those can determine how far you can go with your season. Uh, Melvin Gordon will continue on to uh, be under the reserve, did not report designation. And with the regular season now here, we have informed his re representatives that discussions regarding a contract extension will be postponed until the conclusion of this season. There are some issues that you guys are facing before the season even starts. How, are you concerned about just starting off the season a little unsettled? Am I concerned about it? No. I think every season um, there's going to be obstacles you have. And uh, that's just the way it is. It's our job to figure out a way around them. It's our job to have solutions to them and it's our job to play through them so between Anthony Lynn our coaching staff and our players they're very very focused right now we're ready to go for this regular season good morning man now last couple of days I've been up here letting a lot of your teammates go that's that's, that's tough it was tough last couple of days two and a half days to be exact it just made me realize just how the men that are in this room right now just how fortunate you are man and I know you know that but don't ever take it for granted to be on a 53 in the National Football League. And, you, and if you want to not take it for granted, if you want to thank the good Lord, then you show up here every single day and you be the very best that you can be, okay? That's all you have to do, okay? Because today we're, going, we're practicing full ass speed, full speed. It's time to go now. In a league where you're only as good as your last performance, the Chargers will look to make their mark beginning week one against Indianapolis. The time for talk is over. You know, we have a lot of special players, a lot of special pieces, so just got to come together. You know, we've got a long season ahead, put all that work in the offseason, uh, summertime, and uh, it's finally here. When you look at how unselfish this group is, you know, that, that in itself just really um, says a lot about the character of men that we have on this football team. Whoever's out there, they know that they're not out there alone. You got 10 other players out there with you giving it the best that they can give. We're playing together. I mean, that's what it's about. It's a team effort sport, and I feel like We've been doing what we can to get better each and every day, helping each other get better. To me, it's no different than what it was last year. I mean, we wanted to win the Super Bowl last year. That's our expectation every single year. And we, we apply that pressure to ourselves. No one has higher expectation than we have for ourselves and our, our organization, our players and coaches. I, I think everybody's goal is to go win the Super Bowl, and we wouldn't be out here giving 100% effort every single day if we didn't believe we had a chance to compete for a Super Bowl. You know, that's our goal, and uh, anything less than that is, is not good enough.
You've been listening to Backstage Chargers, presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers on the Chargers Podcast Network.